Assalamu alaikum, family. Peace, healing, and light. And welcome back to another episode of Healing with Angelica's podcast, where we discuss all things healing. And if you are new to the show, welcome, 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 beautiful souls. On today's episode, we have a special guest joining us today, our brother, your brother, brother Young Kind of Don, as we'll be discussing today's topic, The God Within. Brother Khan, welcome and thank you so much for joining me today. How are you? Peace. Assalamu alaikum. How are you? Oh, I am well by the grace of Allah. So glad to have you on the show today. And for those who do not know who Young Khan Nadan is, I will give you all a brief bio. So Young Khan Nadan is a bona fide digital real estate all-star and mindset coach. As a student of Brother Ben X Digital Real Estate Empire program, in just 24 months, he was able to generate over 109,000 all from his cell phone. Grow his Instagram page from 1,251 followers to over 15,000. Write seven books. He coaches over 150 people one-on-one with his own coaching program. Starts a started a con con k h i'm sorry k h a n t e n t content media group company and impact thousands of people his energy enthusiasm and work ethics are second to none he is a team player able to play multiple position positions and he's a positive force to anyone he comes in contact with online and in real life. Woo! I'll praise the Duke to a lie. Now let's get started on today's episode, The God Within. And please, I always ask you guys, do not allow me to be the only one asking questions here. If you guys have any questions here for our special guest, please do not hesitate to put any comments, any questions you have in a comment box below. So I am so excited to be discussing this beautiful topic as we all have great potential. However, are we tapping into our full potential that has been lying dormant in us all? On today's episode, my brother Young Khan the Don will help us to tap into that dormant potential. And that brings me to my first question for you, Young Khan. Now, I always want to start from the root and it's always from the beginning of your journey. So how did your journey begin in unleashing the God within you? Hmm. That's, that's a very good question. First of all, thank you for having me on your show. And I'm, I'm glad I uh, came across your page uh, not too long ago. So I'm happy to be on here and to dive into it. And I just like to let everybody know before we get started that even though I'm a, a, a registered member of the Nation of Islam, I'm a mighty FOI, um, I'm not the traditional type of Muslim, if you will. I like to call myself the realest Muslim in the game. <laughs> I'm, I'm entry level. So I use words like finna. I, I use phrases like on my mom. <laughs> when I say on the G, I mean on the God. So I ain't all uptight and and and, and strict and, and 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 restricted. So 
if that's what y'all came to hear from me, you you probably could just tune on out right now. But other than that, I'm going to keep it all the way a buck. I'm going to keep it a stack. I'm, I'm going to keep it all the way real, which shout out to all the, the family that's watching, man. But we're going to have us a good time. But what started me into my journey and unleashing my potential, I would say the beginning of it was my desire to want to be something, to be great to be of significance and i think all of us instinctively know that we were put here to manifest greatness we were put here to leave a mark on this earth but we're not really in tune with who we are nor are we in tune with whose we are so it makes our journey to self-discovery a lot more difficult because we lack the proper knowledge of self god and our energy so that's why I would say, as the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan teaches, that uh, desire feeds the will. So I just wanted to be something. It's one thing to look at other great people. It's one thing to see Jay-Z or Beyonce or the Honorable Louis Farrakhan or, or, you know, all of the people that we look up to and admire and respect. But what about you? Mm. What did God put you here to do? What was it that he deposited in you that could be unmatched by anybody else in the world? This question was always burning within me and I always felt since a teenager that I was put here to leave a mark on this earth. So that started the journey. And then I began to discover the teachings of the Honorable Elijah Muhammad through rap music and the lyrics of the conscious movement that was happening at that time and i would hear things like public enemy saying the follower of farrakhan don't tell me that you understand until you hear the man <laughs> or i would hear somebody like uh the great god mc himself rock him saying all praises due to allah and that's a blessing knowledge of self there's nothing i can't solve at 360 degrees i revolve so I was like, well, what are these What are these guys know that I don't know? Mm. Then I heard uh, uh, Big Daddy Kane, right? I didn't know that Kane was an acronym that meant King Asiatic Allah, nobody's equal. Mm. I studied groups like the Poor Righteous Teachers, right? So they, they helped me further along that path of self-discovery and unleashing the potential of who I am and whose I am. Even the, the, the old school group, Brand Nubian, they say now, they say the black man is God. And I said, oh man, who's God? Me? I didn't know that's what I was because all of our lives, we've been taught as black people that we ain't nothing. We've been taught that we are less than zero. So yeah, see, see, I already, I'm dropping jewels on y'all. Y'all didn't know that. Big Daddy Kane, Kane means King Asiatic Allah, nobody's equal. And then we had the brother KRS-One. Knowledge reigns supreme over nearly everyone. I say, oh, so you got to have some knowledge. That's where it starts at. You got to have the knowledge of God, the knowledge of self, and then you on your way. So that's the way I would answer that. Woo, on fire already. Praise be to a lion kind. I love that so much. And what you really made emphasis about was just the fact of us not knowing who we are and how important it is that we know who we are. So that ends up leading me to my next question here for you. How 
how how important is the value? I'm sorry, how important and valuable is it that one must know and have the understanding of God and and self in order to tap into that God within? I think that it is extremely important, as the Honorable Elijah Muhammad and Honorable Louis Farrakhan teaches, if you don't know yourself, you don't know God. And if you know God, you know yourself. In fact, to know yourself is to know all men. If you are a woman, to know yourself is to know all women. So if you look at nature itself, right? Everything that is inside the seed is all you need. It is a whole tree in a seed. It is a whole apple and an orange in the seed and in the DNA of the black man and woman. I'm talking to somebody. I don't know who I'm talking to, but I'm talking to somebody already. In the seed, when we were emitted from our father into the womb of our mothers, Mm. we had the genetic coding. We had the DNA. We had the God within us already deposited before our mother even knew we were pregnant or she was pregnant before our father knew that he had one on the way. There was already the seed of divinity of the creator himself deposited in the sperm. And when you think about the intelligence of the sperm, the sperm didn't have ears. It didn't have eyes to see. It didn't have map quest or GPS system, but it knew that it instinctively had to get to the egg. It didn't know where to travel, but it knew it had to get there. So there was intelligence in the sperm from day one. That means that there was something moving in that, what the Quran calls worthless water as we navigated upstream in a hostile environment in the triple blackness of the womb of our mother. See, all light begins in darkness. And when we understand that everything you need, you already have it inside of the seed. Now you just have to water that seed. You have to grow that seed, nurture that seed in the right environment so it can manifest and to become what it was destined to become. But many of us, even though we have the seeds, a lot of us place ourselves in the wrong environment. We hang around the wrong crowd of people. We hang around firefighters instead of kicking it with fire lighters. See, the firefighter is the one that's gonna tell you what you can't do. The firefighter is the one that's gonna discourage you about that idea or that big dream that you have of doing something of magnificence. If you around somebody like that, it could be your mom. It could be your father. It could be your brother. It could be your spouse. It could be your co-worker. As long as they are discouraging you, that is not the right environment you want to be around. Oh, but then you got fire lighters. Yeah, you got the ones that every time they talk, you know when you're around a fire lighter because you feel better. You feel charged up. You feel inspired. You feel motivated. You feel like you can get something done. So I want you to ask yourself about yourself. Are you a firefighter when it comes to yourself? Do you do you water the seeds of greatness within your own mind? Or are you filled with doubt, which we know, according to the teachings of the Honorable Elijah Muhammad and Honorable Louis Farrakhan, doubt is the mother of hypocrisy.
Mm. Here's an example of when you know that you might be a firefighter against yourself. You 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 may have you may be a, a, an excellent cook. You may be nice with the baked goods, and somebody tastes your peach cobbler. They say, "Oh, Lord, Sister Angela, I ain't never had no no bean pie like this before." And you say, <laughs> "Oh, that little old bean. That's just that's just a little something I threw together." See, when you put the little in there, you say, "Oh, that ain't nothing." See, you're already discounting what somebody else has already acknowledged that you do at a very high level. That's what greatness is, is when you're able to do something at a high level with the least amount of effort. Nobody taught it to you. Nobody trained you on how to do it. You already had the seeds, the knack, the inclination to bake them pies. You had the seed, the inclination, a sense of timing to be a great rapper. You had the seeds in you to be a wonderful dancer. You had the seeds in you to be an architect. But if you don't water the seed or the seed falls on stony ground, you don't allow it to take root. You can never grow and develop and become what you were born to be. Mm. Oh man, I feel like we're gonna have a good time today. I can just feel it moving through me now. Oh, I'm over here inspired. I'm hyped up. Well, you know, lit a fire in me. <laughs> praise oh. be to Allah. Oh my gosh. Woo. Oh, praise be to Allah. Yes, sir. I love that so, so much. Now, mm, you talk about watering that seed of greatness. Oh, that is so, so, so important. Now, I do want to ask this though. Um, ooh, you know, life be life Young kind, you know, circumstances, difficulties, all types of things. So how do you, and maybe you can give us some advice as well. How do you as an individual continue to nurture? And that reminds me of, you know, you just saying watering that seed. How do you continue to nurture or water that seed of greatness through life difficulties and circumstances? That's an excellent question. And if y'all don't mind, I'm going to bring up the scriptures for a minute. (laughs) What I tend to do, because life is going to always be life. It's always going to be a problem. In fact, from the moment you were born, that was a problem. Mm. That meant each one of us walking are walking problems that are meant to be solved. And the only people, I don't know if y'all know this, but the only people who don't have problems, the only people whose life is not life are those that are in the ground. Mm. So you're always going to have something come up. You're always going to have a challenging circumstance. You're always going to have a difficulty factor in your life. In fact, we are taught in this illustrious revelation, divinely given to the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan called Study Guides. Mm. Self-improvement. The basis for community development. He talks about the difficulty factor. But before I mention what he said about it, I'll go back to the scripture that I said. Uh, uh, that I at least I said it in my mind. It said, <laughs> "Lean not upon thy own understanding, but in all thy ways acknowledge Him, mm. and He will direct 
die tax. The Christians say it like this. Well, what would Jesus do? Mm. <laughs> Don't do what you would do because you about to mess up. The Muslim says, well, what would Muhammad do? What did the Honorable Elijah Muhammad say? See, that's how our, our guy, the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan does. He don't speak ahead of the Honorable Elijah Muhammad like he's going to do at this Savior's Day, 2024, in the great city of Detroit. Yeah, he said, what does Allah, the great Mahdi, and the great Messiah have to say about war? Not what do I have to say, but what do my teachers have to say? Mm. I'm going to tell you what they said and I'm going to let them direct my path mm. and we all would be wise if you're not going to be in Detroit on February the 25th oh boy you better tap in online it's going to be a go <laughs> you you want to know what you talking about life life oh life is lifing for them in Palestine right mm. now. life is lifing for our brother uh, uh, Cat Williams life is lifing for our sister Monique Life is lifing for Shannon Sharp, and life is lifing for you. Mm. So how do you navigate through the turbulent waters of this world? You don't lean on your own understanding. As the Bible says, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was God, and the Word was with God, and the Word became flesh and dwelled among men. The Christians also say it like this. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Mm. And if God be for you, who can be against you? So what life is like? Yeah, you got a little problem. Yeah, but is the problem greater than the God that's in you? Well, how mm. do you get God in you? You got to get his word in you. And I don't mean the King James verse. See, that's King James word. No, we ain't talking about that word. I'm talking about the supreme wisdom. Because we know, according to historical research, that King James was a homosexual. Mm. King James was a pedophile. King James, oh, we're gonna talk, we're talking about it, right? We're we mm. keeping it all the way above. Gotta keep it real. <laughs> so imagine if I brought to you, Sister Angelica, the Joe Biden Bible. What if I brought to you the Donald Trump Bible? and said that this is the word of God, mm. brought to you in part by Donald Trump, brought to you in part by Joe Biden. First <laughs> of all, I can't even trust it because you got Trump's name on it. You got Joe Biden's name on it. <laughs> well, so it was with King James. Mm. So we don't need a version of the truth to be properly guided. We need the truth. As it says, you shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. Well, we got Bibles everywhere. We got churches everywhere. Oh yeah, we got a church on every corner and right across the street from the church is a liquor store. And right across the street from the liquor store in the church, you got the hog mall joint. Oh yeah, you, you got the pork chop restaurant. <laughs> well, that truth ain't freeing us. Our community is in worse shape than all other communities anywhere on the earth. We got the most money and in the worst condition. So, in order to get out of this sea of sin, we have to have wisdom. We have to have knowledge. And as the Bible says, see, I can quote the Bible because I study the Bible. Mm. I don't go by the Bible. I go in the Bible. 
And that is a lot of our problem. We just going by the Bible, but we ain't picking it up. We ain't reading it. We not breaking down the words. We not clearing the definitions to get a greater understanding. As it says, get knowledge, get wisdom. But with all thy getting, get understanding. Mm. And as your life is lightning, you going through your trials. Well, the Holy Quran says it another way. Do men, and I put slash women, think they will be left alone on saying we believe and will not be tried? Mm. Indeed, Allah tried those before you who were greater than you so that Allah will know those who are true and he will know the liar. Well, mm. hold up, Brother Khan. God already knows who the liar is. God already knows who the truth teller is. But does the God in you know? Mm. See, you can give your word that you're going to be in a relationship. You can give your word that you're going to deliver the goods that somebody paid you for. But only under the trial of the difficulty will we know if you are truthful or if you are a liar. So I look at the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. I look at the Honorable Elijah Muhammad. And I don't say, well, what would Brother Khan do? That's one of the reasons I call myself Khan. So every time you hear the word kind, you think it's young kind I'm talking about, but I'm really talking about the Honorable Louis Farrakhan. So you can't say young kind without putting kind in. Mm. But that's sort of, and kind is also an acronym that stands for killing haters and non-believers. <laughs> oh yeah, you know I got that shout out to Drake. I was listening <laughs> to Drake one day and Drake said that Drake just stand for do right and kill everything. I said, ooh, that was cold right there, Drake. I said, I need Khan to stand for something. Let me yeah. see. I, I got it. Killing haters and non-believers. <laughs> Come on, that's a bar right there. Y'all know I got bars now. Sidebar, speaking of that, did you know, Sister uh, Angelica, I just dropped, me and, me and the great queen, Humble B, we just dropped less than five months ago, 10 albums. Ooh. 10 with a minimum of 10 songs on every album. Right? I'm doing that. Oh and my guess what? God. It's never been done in the history of music. Tupac didn't do it. Biggie didn't do it. Prince didn't do it. Michael Jackson didn't do it. Luther Vandross didn't do it. Chris Brown didn't do it. R. Kelly didn't even do it. In fact, the Guinness Book of World Records says that the most albums dropped at one time was set Ooh. by an individual or a group. So we already surpassed it by three albums. And then guess what? My my hand was so hot, the bars was coming. Just this past Tuesday, we dropped another three albums to go with it. Ah. So that's 13 albums Ooh. in five months. And mm. guess what that box set is of those three albums? It's called the Raising the Dead box series. Ooh. Volume one, two, and three. Oh, come on, man. I'm talking. Ooh, I, I know it's yes. a little commercial right there. But the way you deal with these problems, family, you have to learn how to go within. Mm. If you don't go within, you're going to find yourself going without. Mm. Remember, I mentioned earlier that the seeds are already there. But if you're looking on the outside for external validation, then you will never become who God made you to be because yeah. you always are relying on other people's perspectives, making yourself the popo. 
Oh, that's another. You know, I'm the king <laughs> of the acronyms. Y'all thought the popo was talking about the police. No, the real popo is you. Ooh. You are a prisoner of people's opinions. And you fear the opinions of people. And just the thought of somebody giving their opinion about how you look. The thought of somebody giving their opinion about how you sound is enough to stop you in your tracks. It's enough to make you not even want to try to overcome the difficulty. Mm -hmm. I, look, I always say, Sister Angelica, if I help just one person, mm -hmm. I did my job. Yes. Because to the world, you might be one person, but to one person, you might be the world. So that's the way I look at it. That's how I deal with it. No matter what I'm faced with, God would be unjust to give me a problem and not give me what I needed to overcome the problem. In the nation of Islam, we have something in the supreme wisdom, lessons given to us directly from God himself through the most honorable Elijah Muhammad. We have something in the back of that book after you learn your student enrollment and your actual facts and lesson number one and lesson number two and English lesson C1, you have something called the problem mm. which teaches the student in a mathematical way our miserable condition that we were in when God came to the hells of North America in 1930 in the person of Master Farad Muhammad. He wanted to show us mathematically what our condition was. Talking about our heart beating 80 times a minute and us dying at 47 years of age. He wants to know how many times our heart beat in 47 years due to the stress, right? We had pain and rheumatism in all our joints and we couldn't walk up to the store. We got all of these word problems with these mathematics embedded inside of the word problems and uh, uh, monetary rewards were offered. Gold was offered to the students and the best workers of the problems that could solve it. Well, that's what happens to us in life. The ones who solve problems, they're the ones who get the rewards. That's all business is, family. Business is about solving problems. And did you know, according to studies, that the average one among us the average person, not the above average, but just the average person, has on average four ideas a year. That if you were to act on any one of those four ideas, you would become financially free. By acting on any one of those four ideas that you get yearly. Wow. So why? When you look around, all we are looking at is solutions to problems. You got a hat on your head right now. That hat solved the problem. Yes, you know, some days you is a what they call a bad hair day. So, <laughs> you know, the hat the hat can solve that for you. You you can cover up. You can put on a scarf, right? A yes. scarf can can cover up the problem, as they say in the hood, of your hair not being dead. They don't even say done. They say, I got to get my hair did. Well, that hat solved the problem. That watch on your wrist solved the problem of you not knowing how to tell time. Mm. Right? This phone, this device that we're talking on, it allows us to be able to see one another. So those people that are solving problems are the people that are becoming financially free.
Mm. You show me a person that is unwilling to confront their problems and I will show you a coward. Ooh. I will show you a person that disbelieves not only in the God without, but they disbelieve in the God within. They know that they have what it takes, but they scared to death Negroes. Mm. They don't want to step out on faith. But you don't see birds in a bird line saying, let me hold a few twigs until next Tuesday. <laughs> I, I, I don't get paid to fry. Oh, you don't see a dog walking out with a sign barking saying, uh, I, will, I will bark for food. No, God made every creature with the innate ability to do something for itself. And Ooh. as long as you and I sit around begging other people for a job to be just over broke, as long as we trade our time, which we can never get back for a few declining dollars, we will never be happy. Because a job might be what you're paid for, but a calling is what you're made for. Every one of y'all that can hear my voice, God is calling you to do something. But you're ducking. You're running. You know what you're supposed to be doing. Mm. You might say, well, I don't know. Or the thing that you know you can do, what do you do? You discount it. Ooh. And you want the world to pay you full price. So you're unwilling to solve the problem of self-improvement. You're unwilling to solve the problem of growth and development. Shout out to the GDs. Shout out to the Vice Lords. Shout out to the Crips and Bloods, man, and everybody locking down the street organizations. Shout out to Chiquita and the crew with the bonnets and the pajamas on. All of us got problems that we were put here to solve. And until you challenge yourself, and say, how can I fix this? I got stopped by the police. I'm telling y'all a true story. I just got stopped by the police. What? Two days ago, right? Hmm. I was coming back from delivering a fresh order of pies to a police officer at the police station. And on my way back from the police station, I get pulled over. Wow. For allegedly running a stop sign. Hmm. You know, I got to say allegedly. Because I ain't seen no stop sign. I don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> this, this, this white officer pulls me over, runs my my plates. He said, uh, you got expired plates. I said, expired plates? Me? Yeah, you got expired plates. So I'm going to have to tow your bill. So it's 9 o'clock at night. Mm. I'm on my way home. And just like that, I'm out of a bill. Because guess what, Sister Angelica? I have been so busy working yes. that I forgot to renew my plates. Oh, okay. <laughs> Eight months ago. The plates oh. been expired since June oh, of 2023. Okay. We in February 2024. <laughs> Sometimes you could be working so hard and work. See, maybe y'all, maybe I ain't never, maybe I ain't got no tickets. Maybe, maybe y'all don't have no problem. Maybe it's just me. <laughs> so I ain't gonna speak for all of y'all, all the perfect people out there. But life be like them, like you okay. just said, right? Yes. So that was an unexpected bill to get my car to impound. An unexpected bill to have to renew my plates. I could have taken the attitude, man, these white folks always messing with us, and they are. Mm. But the real question is, am I going to let the car sit in the impound? Because every day it sits, it's going to accrue more money. 
Mm-hmm. Am I going to solve the problem of renewing my plates? I have to go to the DMV. I got to have transportation to get there. Life still goes on. Life not going to stop because my car got towed. Okay. So I got to solve those problems to put me in a better position to solve the other problems mm-hmm. that tomorrow is going to have. So in less than 24 hours, guess what? Your boy got his car back. Oh, no. yeah. Right. Crazy to a lot. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? So we can't sit around and cry yes. because you're always going to be hit with a problem that needs to be solved. Whether you're in a relationship, you're going to have money problems. Who? Anybody on here don't have money problems? America is over $90 trillion, I think, publicly. If you go to uh, usdebtclock.org. Mm you will see a running total that America is over 90 trillion, I believe, in debt. Mm. Trillion with a T, y'all. Y'all can't even imagine. That's a problem. So if the country in which we live is in trillions of dollars of debt, Mm -hmm. how are you and I, who are on the bottom of the totem pole, not going to feel the effects and the sting of the debt? Exactly. If the government got money problems, if the head of the house got problems, you gonna have them. Mm-hmm. Is America quitting? Is America stopping? They st- they printing money out of thin air. Well, guess what? You got the power to print money out of thin air too. Guess what? Mm. It's called thinking. It's called coming up with an idea. It's mm. called solving a problem. And every time you solve a problem, it's like printing money out of thin air. And the better you can solve a problem, the faster you can print the money. And the people will find you. You don't even have to find the people. When your tooth is hurting, the dentist don't have to find you. You go find the dentist. And the dentist going to charge you now. He going to tax you. But you don't care what it costs because he solved the problem of fixing your grill. Ooh. You don't care what it costs to get the mechanic to fix your car because he solved a problem. So you show me a person that's low on money, I'll show you a person low on problem solving. Ooh, so you don't have a money problem. You have a problem solving problem. You're not solving enough problems, family. Therefore, you are not making yourself valuable. You're not Mm. making yourself useful serving fries and flipping burgers, that's low-level problems. So you're going to get low-level money. Ooh. Ooh. You, see, you solving general problems, but if you want to get specific, the greater your ability, the more you're going to get paid. I don't, some, I don't know who needed to hear that. Oh, I, know Ooh, that I needed like, to hear that. I know that was like the extended I... version of the answer. But look, remember this, family. Money is a result. It is a result of a problem solved or a service provided. So if you find yourself low on money, which is a result, check your products. Check your services. Do you have any services? Do you have any products? If the answer is no, then you got to wait on the employer who thought of a product who thought of a service and hired you and just told you to stand here and tell the people to go this way or who just told you, okay, go, go, uh, drive lift. 
That's all you're going to do all day. You're just going to drive and drop people off. Now, is that to put down the people that are working jobs? No, it's to encourage you to go deeper within yourself because God didn't put you here to work nine to five or the graveyard shift. No, mm. he puts something uniquely divine in you that nobody else has on the planet Earth. Out of 8 billion people, it's only one sister Angelica. It's only one young kind of Don. It's only one brother Tony Muhammad. It's only one brother Kevin X. It's only one brother BNX. It's only one honorable minister Louis Farrakhan. So how valuable are you if there's only one of you that God ever created in over 76 trillion years of human beings on this planet. You got to go within and find out what makes you valuable, family. And when you do that, you offer your value to the world and they will gladly compensate you. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm going to be quiet. I'm going. No. Come on, come on, come on. Hey, I just want to get up and just walk away. Woo! Oh, Lord. Praise be to a lie. You just tapped on so much and you just spoke to me so, so much. Because I think that is just one thing, and I'm probably not the only one, that's just struggling with just really tapping into that potential that we have and what we can have, you know? So, woo! Praise be to a lie and for those i'm sorry and if you all are enjoying this episode i'm sorry i'm just so hyped like i feel like dancing so hyped fired up and if you all are enjoying this episode just as well as i am please show your support by donating today to cash at dollar signs healing with angelica to help sustain future episodes just like this and also if you all are enjoying all of the beautiful episodes on ctg broadcast please show your support as well by donating today Information to donate will be shown on the screen below. I love you all. Now let's get back to today's episode. The God Within with Young Khan, the Don. And again, please don't let me be the only one asking questions here. Listen, Young Khan and Don be busy now. So y'all got some questions. Go ahead and put in that comment box, okay? Praise be to a lie. So we might have to do uh, part two of this. Yeah. I'm, I'm turned up already. So I'm teed that. <laughs> In Chicago, they say he teed up. Okay, say so we teed up. I need y'all to put in the comments, like, part two? We need a part two? Go ahead and put in the comment box, because I think we're we going to need a part two on this. Praise be to a lie. Now, I did want to know, because, you know, you, you spoke on, you know, leading by other people's perspectives and allowing other people's mindset and how they perceive certain things to hinder us and what we want to do and our abilities and so so my question here is how does one's self-concept of themselves of their selves determines their ability to tap into the God within well you think about it you can't love what you don't know so again it all starts with having that prerequisite knowledge of who you are. Otherwise, we're walking around like amnesia victims. Mm -hmm. We're asking ourselves, who am I? Why am I here? Where am I? If you ever seen a movie and the, the person wake up in the hospital bed 
<laughs> they don't know their name. They don't know their culture. They don't know their religion. They don't know their God. They don't know their function. And the villain is standing over the bed telling you that uh, when we found you, you was in the jungle. You was hollering Ooga Booga and Oinga Boinga. You were swinging from the trees. Yeah, I'm your father. Right? Because we <laughs> caught amnesia. Well, that's what our enemy did, Sister Angelica. They hit us in the head. They mm -hmm. robbed us of a knowledge of self. So we're walking around a nation of 40 to 50 million black people here in America. Black, brown, red, yellow, and even poor white people. We are walking around like amnesia victims. Mm. If you saw an Asian person named Henry Clark, you say, well, that's, that's a peculiar name for an Asian. Mm. If you saw a Mexican saying his name was uh, Daryl Johnson, you say, wait a minute, I, shouldn't your name be Hector or Gonzalez or Rodriguez? But if Rodriguez had a name like Donald Trump, you say something's wrong. <laughs> we know you got a problem. You don't even know your name. So we are walking around in 2024 and beyond. We are walking around with our enemies' names. Jordan, Brian, Johnson, Sharp, Williams, McGillicuddy, Overbrook. That is a sign that you are talking to an amnesia victim. Right there. They don't even know their name. Right? So you have to have the knowledge. And once you start to learn who you are, that you are a direct descendant from God himself, you are no longer impacted or affected by the opinions of mm -hmm. other people. Thereby, you are able to break yourself out of, or like, you know, like they say with the smartphones, you got to jailbreak the phone. <laughs> well, you got to jailbreak your potential because it's locked up because you have allowed your enemy to educate you and give you your self-concept. Your enemy gave you your identity. So we suffer from an identity crisis. Mm. This is why our sisters are getting the, the BBLs. They get we getting the eyelashes, right? No, 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 look, I, I ain't beating up on us. I'm I'm just keeping it all the way above. <laughs> but we, we get the long lashes, right? We get we get somebody else's hair on top of our head. Mm -hmm. I heard the minister say we should give the Asians and the Chinese and the Koreans, we should give them a community service award because because they gave us back our long hair. <laughs> because there's some men us that know our hair should be long. Mm -hmm. But now we get teased as black women. You get teased saying you trying to get white girl hair. Oh, I got to correct you. See, if you go back into our ancestors history, you will know that long before there was a Caucasian on the earth, our sisters always had long hair. Mm. It's, some, it's something naturally in you that tells you your hair should be long. Oh yeah, it, that thing should, it should hang down. In fact, it is the crowning jewel of a woman's physical appearance. That's why she could be busted and disgusted from the face down, but if her hair is laid, <laughs> they say, oh man, that's just a guy that got it going on. 
But you could be pretty, but if your hair is jacked up, if your crown yeah. is messed up, oh man, you 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 can't go outside. Okay, right? listen. But our say. enemy gave us our self-concept. You got brothers that can go buy hair now. They they ain't leaving the sisters out. The brother can go buy a fake wave. I call it a wave cap. You put it on <laughs> like a hat, you can cut it and trim it down. Look like he got a ball fade and he can just he can just pull that thing on off the top of his head. <laughs> so we are in a capidemic. Everybody's capping. So I just want to, <laughs> yes, Sister Angelica, we, we in the capidemic. Everybody's lying. That that ain't your hair. That ain't your beard. That ain't your that ain't your that ain't your butt. Yeah, I told y'all, look, I, I'm the realest in the game. You that ain't your butt. <laughs> we are in a cap. We was in a pandemic, but we are now in a capidemic. Where <laughs> capping is at an all-time high. <laughs> I, say, I didn't say the wrong thing, did I? Hey, y'all talk black to us in the comments. Y'all know we in a capidemic. Hey, Lying about the credit Lying about lying about how many children you got. Okay. Lying about your body count. Lying about how long your hair is. Lying. Getting busted in relationships. <laughs> right? Everything is just hey look, here's an announcement. Stop the cap. <laughs> I got a song by the way called Ooh. Stop the Cap. Yeah. Because we are in a capidemic. But the book says you shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. So once you have the understanding and the truth of who you are and whose you are, mm. you no longer will be imprisoned by the opinions of other people mm -hmm. and your development will no longer be arrested. So because you have become the popo, not only a prisoner of people's opinions, you have become the prisoner of your own opinion. Mm. So when you look in the mirror, what do you see? You got thick lips, you got a broad nose, but you wanna cut and snip. You want you want to get the collagen put in your lips. If you got thick lips, you want them to be thin. If you got thin lips, you want them to be thick. If you got small chest, you want a big chest. If you got a big chest, you want it to be small. If you're black, you want to be white. If you're white, you want to be black. If you're a man, you want to be a woman. If you're a woman, you want to be a man. You want to be trans. You know, trans means to go beyond. You want to go beyond being a man. You want to say you a woman stuck in a man's body. Mm. You want to be a man stuck in a woman's body. You want to get your Adam's apple shaved down. You want to get your private parts inverted. Oh, man, I'm talking to somebody now. See, it's a capidemic. You <laughs> thought you had a man. Sister thought she had a man and, and didn't realize that Butch was, was, was really... Brianna, <laughs> you, you, <laughs> you, you thought, you thought you had Tiffany, got home and found out it was really Terrence. <laughs> Capidemic. And because we deal with these opinions of people, 
because we have a poor self-concept. Mm. We imprison our own potential. We lock up that voice that we have. Some of you are natural born leaders. Some of you, you are a God of something, but you're afraid to sing out loud. You're afraid to say that rap on stage. You're afraid to show that garment that you designed. You are afraid to manifest because you don't want the opinions of somebody else to shoot down your precious idea. So you can break it. You can jailbreak that mentality by getting a stronger relationship with the creator. And if you don't know where to start, you should get a book. I recommend the book, Message to the Black Man yes. in America. I, rep I recommend the book, Closing the Gap, that deals with the interviews of the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. I recommend you gain a knowledge of self because the more you know yourself, the more confident you become. Mm. You can increase your confidence with one word. I'm gonna give y'all some sauce right now. It ain't but one word. <laughs> it's a one word answer, Sister Angelica. <laughs> the key, y'all get ready to write this down now. The key to confidence can be summed up in one word. Preparation. Mm. The more prepared you are, the more confident you become. Ooh wait, I bear with yeah. you. See that, see, that was so simple, it's profound. Mm. It, that was profoundly simple and simply profound. I'll give you an analogy. If on Monday, your teacher says, all right, students, we're going to study chapters one, two, and three because we have an exam this coming Friday. So you get your textbook, you got chapters one, two, and three. But guess what? At school, you leave your book at school by accident. Mm -hmm. You get at home, so you lost day Monday to be able to study. You say, that's all right, I'll get my book when I get back on Tuesday and I'll double up on, on chapter one. Tuesday, you get the book, but on your way home, you catch a flat tire. You get stopped by the police for driving on expired plates. <laughs> Your car gets towed and your book bag is left in the trunk. Mm. So now you lost Monday and Tuesday. Wednesday comes, you say, well, I'm going to take care of it Wednesday. But your stomach is hurting on Wednesday. You can't concentrate. You got a headache. So you can't study on Wednesday. Thursday comes, you finally get your car out of impact. Your stomach is no longer hurting, but you didn't study chapter one, two or three. How confident are you on Friday morning that you are going to successfully pass that test? Your confidence level is on the floor because you know you didn't study. But on the flip side, if you review chapter one on Monday, chapter two on Tuesday, chapter three on Wednesday, and then on chapter uh, one, two, and three on Thursday, you review chapter one, two, and three, how confident would you be on Friday? So preparation is the key to confidence. Now I'm gonna give you another one-word equation. I, I, look, I've dropped simple bars out here. Listen, here's right. another. One. Here's a key to power. Because you either feel powerful or you feel powerless. Mm. If you want to be powerful, full of power is only a one-word answer.
to make you feel powerful. You ready for the one word? You ready? The key, y'all might want to write this down. Now. Write it down, y'all taking notes now. The key to power is action. Mm. See, I see another. That was profoundly simple and simply profound. Show me a man or a woman that is powerful. I will show you a man or woman that takes action. Mm. Show me a man or woman that is powerless. I'll show you somebody that's not taking action. Yes. So those two things, preparation and action. The Bible says it like this. Show me a man with faith and I will show you a man with works. Mm. For by a man's works is their faith justified. How can you say you have faith and have not works? Mm. See, it's easy for a man to say, baby, I love you. Well, how you love me and we got an eviction notice. <laughs> how you love me and when I open the refrigerator, all I see is the back of the refrigerator. See, love is what? It's an action word. If you say you love me, you got to do something. We can't say we love our people and we not doing nothing to help get them out of this condition. You can't say you love the block that you live yes. on and you not doing nothing to clean it up. Stop the cat. Stop the cabin. <laughs> you can't say I'm a believer and you not fishing no people out of the sea of sin, bringing them directly to the face of God. You can't say I'm a soldier and you ain't going out in the battlefield. Stop the cap. So the key to power is taking action. And the key to confidence is preparation. So how do you prepare? You have to study. You have to practice. You have to repeat the thing. They say it takes about 10,000 hours for us to become masters or on an expert level. I saw a stat on the great Steph Curry. I don't know how many of y'all watch basketball, but Steph Curry, he's the top three-point shooter of all time in the NBA. Mm. It is uh, reported that Steph Curry, when he doesn't have a game, Sister Angelica, he makes 500 three-pointers a day. I didn't say he shoots 500. I say he doesn't finish that workout until he makes 500 three-point shots. Mm. When Even on days when he has a game, it is reported that he makes anywhere from 250 to 300 three-point shots. Yes. On a game day. So when you multiply how many three-point attempts he's made Throughout his career, he has shot over two and a half million three-point shots. He's landed 3,600. How many of you are willing to put up a shot a million times mm. to hit one? See, because guess what? You only have to be right one time. Your idea only got to work once. But are you willing to go through failure after failure after failure after failure until you make the shot? Nobody talks about how many shots Michael Jordan missed. If I wish somebody was on here that could type in the comments right now that 
could go to Google and see what was Michael Jordan, who is arguably the greatest of all time. Some say it's Kobe, some say it's LeBron. That's a whole different conversation. But if you look up Michael Jordan's field goal percentage, I believe it was less than 50% throughout his entire career. Now, y'all help me out for a minute. If you in school and you get a 50% on a test out of a possible hundred, Sister Angelica, what would your grade be? You could get a hundred percent. You got a 50%. That's low. So what would the grade be? D, F. Yeah. So let's look at it. They say 90 to 100 is an A. <laughs> 80 to 89 is a B. Okay, there we go. Shout out to Sister uh, Sion, the great legend herself, Humble B, the Queen B, the one and only. Yes, ma'am. She said Michael Jordan's field goal percentage was 49.7%. That means if he was taking a test and he got a 49.7%, he would be an F student. Mm. at 49.7%. If you only hit 49% of the shots you took, you would be an F student. But even with that grade, he is considered the greatest. Because nobody cares about how many shots he didn't make. They only care about the shots you hit. So let that be some encouragement to those of us that are out there that feel like, man, I did this 10 times and it didn't work. Well, keep going. I'm going to give you another magic word. Don't just keep going, but keep going until. See that until that a lot of y'all can do stuff, but you can't do it until. Do it until you get it. Don't do it until it hurts. No, do it until you get it. Look how many times they say, allegedly, the Wright brothers kept trying to make an airplane. Mm. They did it until. We still are talking on iPhones that they have not perfected yet. We on an iPhone 15. Well, what if they would have stopped their iPhone at the first iPhone? What if they would have stopped at an iPhone 6? No, the 15 better than the 14. The 15 is better than the 9, right? right? And we know a 16 they working on. We know they working on a 17. But you stopping at your first attempt. You stopping after your third attempt of trying to make a bean pie. The first one, you burnt the first one. The second one, you didn't like the consistency. The, the third one wasn't brown enough. The fourth one wasn't sweet enough. But can you keep baking them until? Mmm. Mm, that's a word. Look, I, look, I, I don't, look, I don't <laughs> never know on these shows who I'm talking to, but I'm talking to somebody. Yeah. And as long as I reach whoever this message was intended to reach, I did my job. So that's how I deal with it. That's how I do it. Right? I don't look at, you know what the word no means for me? Next opportunity. Ooh. Ooh, I like that. Every no that you face only gets you one step closer to the yes. I mean, when I first started jumping off into sales, right? I had a white boy that was training me. 
He said, okay, Damon, we're going out from seven in the morning to 6 p.m. And what we looking for, Damon, when we go out, we are looking for 285 people to tell us no. And we only looking for 15 to tell us yes. Mm. Are you willing to go through 285 to tell you no to get to the 15 that will tell you yes? Because if the 15 tell you yes, look at how much money you would have made at the end of the day. You got 20 pies in your box. Are you willing to ask 100 people to get 20 to say, okay, I'll buy one. Yeah. See, y'all quit too early. You stop too soon. You 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 have still births when mm. it comes to your ideas and your goals and your dreams. You don't even let it develop. Ooh. How long does a baby keep trying to walk? The baby tries to walk until it can walk. But what if the baby says, Sister Angelica, after seven, eight months, 10, nine, 10 months, say, you know what? I tried this walking thing. It, it, I ain't, I don't think I'm cut out for this. <laughs> There's no time frame on when that baby can walk. The baby can walk when the baby makes it mind up that it can walk. It pulls itself up on a chair. It pulls itself up on a couch. The baby's watching everybody else walk. So eventually, it, it put one small foot in front of the other. Mm -hmm. And then we cheer the baby. Come on, the mama. Come on, come on. We stick our hands out. See, we a fire lighter. We telling the baby you can yeah. do it. The baby start off walking like Frankenstein. <laughs> then before you know it, you got a baby over there. That baby, that baby started, it was stumbling at first. But then when you saw it take the first steps, you said, oh my God, my baby is walking. Well, that's how they look at us. Your first pie ain't your best pie. Your first attempt ain't your best attempt. Everybody is trash when they first started. Oh, I just want to let y'all in on that secret. Everybody is when they first start. So if you stop at the trash level, you never become a master. Michael Jordan was cut from his high school basketball team. We talking about the GOAT. Kobe Bryant didn't score any points in his early games of basketball. The whole season he didn't score a point. The Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan, the great orator that he is today. Did we know that the Honorable Louis Farrakhan used to stutter severely? You would never know that he stuttered. If he would have stopped at the stutter, we wouldn't be going to save his day in Detroit. What were you when you first started? Think back if you were a barber. What did that first haircut look like? If you are a seamstress, think back to what that first dress looked like. If you are a person that can drill in the military, how was your first left face and your first right face? How was your first original salute? Was your arm straight up? Was your was your hands lined up the right way? <laughs> or was you was you raggedy? Was you was you all like this trying to figure the salute out? <laughs> you don't give up, family. Keep going until you're gonna get there, but you'll never get there if you quit. And one thing about a winner, a winner always finds a way to win, and a quitter always finds a way to quit. Oh, wait.
even if you're winning. But if deep down your self-concept is I am a quitter, when you win, the win makes you uncomfortable. Mm. Oh, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, let me, you know, I'm gonna be quiet. I'm, I'm just, I'm gonna just, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stop talking. I'm gonna see if you got any more questions for me. Oh my goodness. <laughs> hey, you guys, I need y'all to put in the comments that y'all need a part two. Cause we definitely need a part two. Praise be to a lie. Oh my God, brother kind. You are on fire. It's so in my mind right now. I just I took so many notes in my little pad. I'm like, oh my gosh. Oh, you taking I, notes and doing the interview too? Come on now. Yeah, y'all better y'all better take notes that she's taking notes. See, note takers are money makers. Ooh. You, you could you could write that one down too. Note takers are money makers. Yeah, because you can't remember everything that we hear in a in a lecture, in a speech, in a movie. You remember the highlights. Exactly. But if, if you write down what sticks out to you, mm -hmm. that impacts you, it then helps to guide you. It moves you, right, to do greater works than what you were used to doing. So, man, I'm honored. Look. I know you had this. We on episode 85. I yes. know you had a lot of guests on here. Look, you had a lot of guests. <laughs> but I guarantee you, ain't none of them been realer than Coach Khan. Oh, I'm, I'm going to just say that. I got the title for the realest in the game. <laughs> Man, listen, like, <laughs> this show was so enjoyable. I took so many notes and I'm so glad that you said that because when it comes to me with anything I do and even with me um, in school right now, with me, the way I study is I can read it or I can listen to it, but I have to write it down. I take a note. I take a notepad with me everywhere I go. It's a small one, but it helps me, you know, so I. I Sometimes, you know, when life be life, man, I don't be remembering stuff sometimes. I gotta have to, you gotta write be written down sometimes. So, whoo, crazy <laughs> to a lot. I'm so glad that I had an opportunity to have you on the show. I just wanna say thank you, thank you, thank you so much, Young Kind, for joining me today in this amazing show, this profound topic, The God Within. I would also like to thank my amazing audience and Healing Tribe for joining us today. I pray that this episode was informative, valuable, and enough. Some, something happened to where we're not able to hear you. So I'm, no, we can't hear you. See, I step in, make sure we get our sister back on audio, but she's thanking the audience. Listen, still can't hear her. She's working on the technical difficulties. So let me see how good I can I can take this thing over until she gets her audio back. We still can't hear you yet. So please, y'all, donate to Healing with Angelica's podcast. You can donate via Cash App. Dollar sign Healing with Angelica. Oh, yeah, she's available on Zelle. You can go to uh, Closing the Gap uh, Broadcast at gmail.com. I think that's what it is, y'all. You can go to PayPal jkingdom at aol.com you can go to closing the gap broadcast at gmail.com 
healing with angelic i don't know how much time we got but i'm just stepping in aiding and assisting and covering down for my sister and if y'all want a part two of this all you got to do is request a part two put your comments put your feedback we want to hear what your thoughts are and were we want to hear about what stood out to you and if you want me back to be black again i need you to put bring young kind of don back for a part two and if y'all want to get some of that music i got all you got to do is text the word music to 219-299-49. If you want to get some of the books that I wrote, all you got to do is text the word books to 219-299-49. If you're feeling generous and you just want to slide your brother a couple of chips, all you got to do is cash at me. Yeah, you could just donate to uh, dollar sign one young con. Yeah, dollar sign one young kind, man. We would like to thank each and every one of y'all. I know I would because you could have been anywhere on the planet. But you chose to be here with my sister Angelica and myself, man. And we are grateful she's back. I Can y'all hear me? Yeah, come on now. How, hey, how did I do? Hey, did crazy. Did I cover down for you? Yeah, wait. Oh, wait. Oh, crazy to allow. <laughs> Look, as they say on the news, watch it. Uh, uh, back to you, Angelica. <laughs> Praise me to a lie. Oh, thank you so much because I didn't know what just happened. They was trying to hate on me, they muted me and everything. So <laughs> You know life be lifing. Okay, say that. <laughs> Praise me to a lie. Okay, so again, um, if you guys have not subscribed, please, please, please do that. So you guys can stay updated on any new episodes on your favorite podcast station, Closing the Gap broadcast on Facebook, CTG broadcast on YouTube, and Healing with Angelica podcast on Facebook and YouTube to help spread the message of healing to those in need. Also, if you are also if you are ready to start your healing journey and don't know where to start. Healing with Angelica is here to assist as I am offering one-on-one -on -one calls to help get you started on your healing journey. More information to schedule your call will be shown in the description box below, including Healing with Angelica's merch and more. And also a friendly reminder, I don't have my merch up today. However, just a friendly reminder that any purchases that you make is to help to sustain and support Healing with Angelica. So please keep that in mind. Also, if anyone you know or yourself are in need of prayer, Healing with Angelica would like to send a special prayer to you. And you can do this by emailing us at healwithangelica at yahoo.com. All praises due to a lie. Now, young kind of done. Again, I just want to say thank you for joining us today to bring us that fire, being that fire lighter. Is that, did I say it right? Fire you lighter? It. You said it. That's it, it. It didn't sound right at first, firelighter. Okay. Because <laughs> we're so used to being firefighters. <laughs> oh, now that sound. There you go. See, to see, call yourself a firefighter sounds normal because we used to putting a fire out in ourselves. Mm -hmm. So, man, I, I thank you. And uh, they anybody can follow me on all platforms at Young Kind of Don. But I, I put my real phone number out there. Y'all could text me, have a conversation with me, communicate, critique me, tap in, support your brother, get at me. My number is 219-200-9949. Whatever you need, from coaching to books to music to 
gear to uh bean pie. Yeah, we got bean pies over here too, Suzanne. So yeah. We're stepping outside. Come on now. I might have to do a bean pie challenge with you one day. Hey. Come on now. Go, you don't want you, the, you don't want this smoke. I'm just telling you. <laughs> you don't want this smoke over here. All right, we're gonna have to see. All right. I look, I I, I got I got video testimonials. When you sell your pies, get a video testimonial. Okay. When they taste it for the first time, get that real time reaction. Yeah. And let, let the customer speak for you. <laughs> Praise be to a lot. If anyone's listening, I know y'all listening right now. Put his number in the comment boxes. I think you you said your number. Put it in the comment box below, please, please, please. Connect with my brother. He is an amazing brother, beautiful brother. Our first conversation was so lit, I was speechless. I'm like, speechless. Oh. Speechless. Yes. Our first, my first conversation with you on the phone. I'm like, woo. Yeah, because we got to the end and I said, well, I don't know what topic you want me to talk about. <laughs> and based on that call, you said, I got the topic. Yes. With the end. Yes. You yes. said that you were almost brought to tears in the first conversation. Yes, yes. So this I is was. actually only our second conversation. Yes. And feel like we've been knowing each other the whole time. Oh my God, like. Come on now. I feel like you, like brother, you, brother for real. Come yes. On. The real. <laughs> Oh, wow. Yes. Praise shout out. Can wow. I give a shout out to, to my brother, Brother Kevin X? Because he the one masterminded this whole thing. <laughs> brother Kevin X set this up, y'all. Yes. DJ19. I got to give a shout out to my brother, man. He's all he's supportive of me. We talk together all the time. That That's, that's my brother from another mother. Y'all follow him on his platform. See what he got going on as well. You you might need a party DJ. You you might need some music made. The brother is a talented uh, producer, beat maker. He can play by ear. So I just want to show the love and support. And anybody else that's on here that knows me, I don't necessarily see your names in the comments. But shout out to each and every one of y'all. As they say in Swahili, Ubuntu. I am because we are. Mm, 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 mm. Praise be to Allah. Again, thank you all for joining us today. And we leave you all as we came. Assalamu alaikum. Peace, healing, and light. Peace. I hope I ain't disappointed. <laughs> oh, no, sir. <laughs> Assalamu alaikum. I'm out of here. Yiddick. Yes. <laughs>